Ah, Ron, Ron. This week was the week of the champions. Ron got the ring. Ron, how did you feel about your big day, man? It was actually pretty enjoyable. Um, the first day we did a North American traditional wedding. The second day we did a Ghanaian traditional wedding. And um, they were both good. Um, I enjoyed myself. A lot of my friends came through, including yourself, which I appreciate. That was uh, good to see you. It was, man. It was. Be able to see uh, the other guys. Uh, a lot of cool people, to be honest. Um, and they, because I got there later on in the afternoon, but it was such a great vibe. A lot of great energy. A lot of great people. And yeah, we were just there all night just talking and catching up. And I still don't know how you guys don't like some of the things I like. I do find you guys a little weird, but, you know, I'll keep it, like, how, like, how you not like money heist? Oh, it's because it's too make-believe. It's not It is make-believe, man. You're acting like all those other shows you watch are realistic? Come on, no, Ron. You have like, to touch a little Hollywood in it. Don't, don't sell yourself as realistic if you're not realistic. The professor, like, what is he? he he's, he's like Superman or Dr. Manhattan. He's not like a human being. Ron, Ron, he's a, okay, I don't want to spoil anything for anyone, but season one and season two, real, super realistic. If someone <laughs> says season three and season four, no, 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 I'm being honest. If someone says season three and season four was a little bit um on the suspect side, side? no, nah, no, nah, nah, I'm not giving it the suspect title. It's nowhere near because <laughs> it's still a great show. But if everyone says it was a little bit fabricated, then that is fair. That is fair. But season one know, and season man. two, amazing. Season one, I was watching it. Like, my brother sister kept telling me, it's good, it's good. I got up to the last episode. I watched the first episode of the next season, and I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm done. Done. It is so unbelievable. Literally, they figure out everything within an episode. It's just, it makes no sense, man. I, I need to see a bit more of a, you know, like cliffhangers, stuff like that, just to make it like seem a little bit realistic, man. I don't know. Watch the show. I watched up to what? The episode one of season two, man. I felt like it was enough. Enough's enough, man. Finish it. I have a long list of shows and that one is definitely at the bottom, unfortunately. This guy. Oh, man. Quick question. Uh, what's the difference between um, a North American wedding? And like, what would you say is a mate, like the biggest difference between those two, a Ghanaian wedding and a North American wedding? Well, the whole format of the North American wedding is where we walk, the bride walks up, you sit there, you, um, or sorry, stand there. You just go over your vows and all that stuff. Then you sign the paperwork with us. It was more of like, um, it's technically the engagement. So this is our family or my family trying to go to my wife's family to woo her or to get her over so or over to my family. So essentially, we just have blessings, prayers. Um, we give the family gifts. And then um, a bunch of people, after everything has been agreed upon, a bunch of people just uh, give their blessings as well as advice on what it is that you know, we need to look forward to in our marriage. And then everyone just eats after that. 
so a lot of music, some dancing. It's a good time, man. It's a good time. No, no, yeah, because as a Jamaican, right? Um, as Jamaicans, we watch a lot of, we see a lot of African. Like I know me saying Africans big picture, but boy, man, just the way how I see it on some of them TikToks and Instagram videos, it's crazy. And yo, Ron, whoever designed your outfits. Ooh, I want one of those because when Afrofest comes back, I want to wear something just like what you wore. I'll refer you to him um, just so that you can, uh, you know, check out to see what he does. But he can do basically anything you'd like. Prefers African stuff, though. Okay. So it's pretty cool. But like, yeah, he's, he's good. He did all our outfits like um, the girls. They got it from a seamstress, uh, Taylor. So theirs is a bit different. She's also good as well. OK, well, I wouldn't need female clothing. Just in um, case you want okay. to match with your, you know, your oh. wifey, you know, there's that option, too. That is true. Hmm. Yeah, man. You see, that's the thing. When you get married, you got to think about more than just yourself. So maybe that's, uh, you know, something in the cards for you. Wow. Look at Ron giving me, uh, you know, but when this episode gets released, it's going to be a week and a day of him being married. And <laughs> look at him out here giving out uh, look at little, little hints and advice. Hey, man, what I'm just I? looking out for my unmarried friend, you know, just <laughs> looking out just in case. But uh, everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the knowledge and nonsense podcast this is episode 15 vince carter you know my Ooh. favorite rapper or raptor i said rapper Jeez, where do you want to start today mike well uh let's talk about some of the rich people uh jeff bezos um oh, bezos 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 so uh he just went into well he went on the he went on the outer ring, um, so he got to touch a little bit of space um, to the point where there was no gravity, so they were able to float. Um, it was himself um, and three, under, three other individuals. Um, two, two of those individuals, one of them were the oldest people to ever, the oldest person to ever actually go into space, and then the youngest person to ever travel into space. So um, pretty amazing, pretty amazing. Uh, Ron, what do you think about it? I think it's a waste of money at this point <laughs> in time. You know, that's what I was going to say. You definitely knew that. But um, it is cool to essentially go into space. It, it would be cool. Like, you know, I, I like movies that focus on space travel and stuff like that. So that the idea of going there is cool. It just seems too expensive to be doing this so casually and what about that penis rocket man yeah yo there was a there were a lot of individuals making comments on it it was so funny they had um you know dr evil from austin power they had his face right beside jeff bezos face and there is some similar like because of this jeff bezos is getting a lot of comparisons he's getting compared to dr i believe his name is dr evil on in um austin powers the mm -hmm. guy who does yeah. <laughs> mini me and mini me's uh taller yeah half or I whatever think it's dr evil yeah yeah i believe so and then they're even calling him um lex, lex luther because of that laugh <laughs> so 
Hey, man. But I heard that laugh. That laugh is pretty diabolical. Like, you could tell. And he has all that money. He has some Lex Luthor characteristics. And Lex Luthor is bald, too. So, yeah, just is. I just, um, I like this whole space travel, going to the International Space Station, that type of stuff. It seems like it's going to be a reality soon. Um, it's just like, what more do we have to gain from it? You know, like other than just to sit on the space station for eight days, if they were doing it for exploration purposes or something a lot greater than just tourism, I I could see why it'd be a little bit more beneficial to us. But right now, just seeing what they're doing, it's just a waste of money. And then now you got Elon is doing it, Elon Musk, uh, Richard Branson, Bezos. So now all these rich guys are just throwing all their money into the space race. I do think in the near future, like the near future, this will be a very great uh, tourist attraction activity for people to do. Now, it will be a little pricey because they did say that. Well, it matters. It matters what class you're in, right? But for for me, it's it. This is a no no. I'll stand outside and I'll pull out my phone and I'll watch the rocket, you know, go up. But <laughs> that's all I could do. Um, but the, there was a bid for twenty eight million dollars, um, for one person to go on that on that exploration or that trip. I would say. It's but they crazy. had to back out last minute. And that's when that 18-year-old kid went on. But $28 million. I, I will not lie. You can't put a price on happiness, Ron. But at the same time, that is some selfish tendencies. Like, I understand everything has a price tag. But if you think a four-minute ride is worth $28 million, I, I, you need your... You need a, you need to fix up your priorities pretty much. You need to really, you need to reflect pretty much. These people must have some serious coin, right? Like 28 million is not nothing, right? It is big something for us, but maybe for the person that, you know, backed out, it's not that much for them. Nonetheless, you know that this is going to be expensive. Um, it seems like even to go on that trip, it's going to be expensive yeah who knows man like like i don't maybe you or i will be able to go there in the near future but i highly doubt it and it's just because it's so expensive I, I i honestly feel like the money could be used for more beneficial use on earth instead they're using it to go and enjoy themselves up in space i guess it has to be what it is man it just is what it is now i now, there was a clip that a lot of people are upset about. Um, when Jeff Bezos, he said, I want to thank all the Amazon customers and all the Amazon employees because without you, you know, you guys paid for this. That's what he said. You guys paid for this. Now, a lot of people are upset because there are those reports and allegations that the employees at Amazon get treated very poorly. Um, now. I won't lie, there are two sides. There is one thing where he is thanking people, but on the other side, it's kind of like you spent all this money just to take this little joyride for a couple of minutes when you could have put some of that money into your employees, into your own company, 
and make everything a bit better. So a lot of people are upset. Um, we'll see where this goes. But but what did people think was going to happen with Amazon becoming as big as it is? Like, there's no way that this man is not going to blow a lot of that money. He's the richest person in the world. You know, everyone seems to use Amazon for everything, especially during COVID. Remember that period of time when nobody was leaving their house? Amazon seemed to be the only way to get your stuff. So it, 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 it's expected that he's going to, you know, make all this money. As for his employees, you know, they're not unionized. So if they don't want to work, essentially, they're, they're going to lose their job. So it's one of those situations where he's in a very, you know, or he was in a very beneficial position, you know, having a company that the employees, they work hard for because it is a reputable company. They may or may not make enough. And at the same token, all the customers, like, I know that a lot of people have Amazon Prime. I'm pretty sure you have Amazon Prime, no? Uh, no, my brother and my sister do, though. You see, like, and they both live in the same house and you have two people that have it, you know? You only really need one. It's just, like, that. that's the type of stuff that we do that makes this man even richer. And we we have to expect that he's going to blow a lot of this money. He has so much to waste. All I'm just trying to say is, I feel like the staff are going to have, an, have a powerful movement to, because... Ron, the stories that I'm hearing, how people need to use the washroom in a bottle at their station, I heard that and I was like, whoa, that's kind of extreme. But the thing is that multiple individuals are saying it. So that's when it becomes very alarming. And who knows, labor laws might come into effect and hit him with uh, you know, some few policies he's going to have to change up, some fines, and we'll see what happens there. Uh, I is he, but he stepped down as CEO, no? So, I think he's safe for now. For now, but we'll see. We'll see. Now, Ron, quick question. Um, uh, what's one thing you would do if you were? What would be one of the first things you do if you ever got the opportunity to go to space? I'll go first. I always see that video where like Jello is floating. I actually, that's one thing. That would be the first thing I would try if I, when I'm in space. What about you? I do a backflip, man, because I'm <laughs> surely never gonna do one on Earth, you know. So I might as well try one in space. True, very true. But yeah, maybe I might try that. I'll be like Spider Man or the Matrix. <laughs> this guy, you're gonna be like Neo, or no? Let's see, Morpheus. Morpheus. <laughs> yeah, Are you on, gonna man. wear those shades too? <laughs> Don't give me ideas, man. I'll even bring the black coat, the trench coat. <laughs> Oh my God, man! I don't know, but that'd be like if I could, I, that that'd be something I'd do. But it'd True. be fun. It'd be fun. But um, moving on, Mr. Mayor John Tory was eating dinner with his wife one night when basically was caught slip slipping. You know, somebody just approached him and started pressing him about um. I guess the impact that's COVID, the pandemic, quarantine, emergency measures in Ontario, or actually specifically Toronto, have impacted a bunch of small businesses. 
I don't understand sometimes like I, I, I actually I'll say this. I feel like people in North America really need to appreciate the fact that they're here being able to do some of the things that we do to people in certain situations. Yeah. The fact that these guys just rolled up on the guy and they were pressing him that hard, videotaping him. You could see when you watch the video how angry he was. <laughs> if he we was. were in a different part of the world, who knows what the consequences would have been at that specific time. Jail time, for sure. Jail time, for sure. That's now, minimum. Exactly. Or a fine. you know. But, Ron, one thing, you can't really blame him. Right, you should be blaming the premier and the prime minister. If you're gonna try to point any fingers, you should be pointing fingers at those two first. Second of all, I love the fact that he actually tried to hold a conversation with that with that fellow. I'm gonna call him a fellow. Try to hold a conversation with that fellow, but it, my only issue with John Tory was that his answer it sound too scripted, Ron. It didn't sound genuine. Like there was a point where his wife is like, don't answer. Don't answer. Um, so. But it's going to always be scripted. You know, like they always have to stay on message. When you get off message, that's when the problems arise. You know, but Ron, this guy seemed you could tell he was very passionate. He wasn't a troller or someone just just trying to do something for clout. Right. He had he was he had a lot of passion in his tone so if you notice that just be a little bit more genuine with your answer i would rather you give one genuine give one genuine feed uh response and then after that sir i'm having dinner can you please step away and maybe we can talk about this later or in a different fashion right that's what i would say i would give him one good answer and then sir keep it moving the and why about- didn't he have security Okay, for I'll touch on the first thing. The the fact that somebody approached him that angry, nothing he says would be considered a good answer. That guy will press him, press him, press him, press him just because he's angry. You know, clearly he or somebody he knows or people he knows have been impacted by this, you know, pandemic, the closure of businesses. So for the mayor nothing he said would have been of any benefit to him so in my opinion staying on message you know having your scripted you know response is beneficial to you at that specific point because nothing you say will be you know beneficial to you if you go off script they will hold you to it it's recorded that's not smart me personally i would have never said anything i would just got up and left um that's that because what what do you have to gain by having a, you know an argument on the streets in terms of security man i don't want to pay for this guy to have security i i don't think it's really necessary i feel like if anything he should just take a little bit more measures to ensure that he is not in an open venue like you know hide somewhere you know eat in the back my goodness guys eating at like literally in prime time position where everyone can see him but ron you can't knock him for that at least he's being real and he's being fair he's showing you know just like how you guys have to abide by these guidelines i need to do so and he did that that's i respect him for that well him doing it is one thing yeah but like be a little bit more secluded 
Like, do you want it? Like, if you, let's say you knew that a lot of people didn't, you know, like you, would you just be sitting, God knows, anywhere in a restaurant? Would you be sitting right by the entrance of the restaurant? Or would you be sitting close to the back? You can't ask me that. You know I want all the smoke. You can't ask me that. What do you mean you want all the smoke, man? What, what, like, so you, what? You, you, so you always want to be on edge every day of your life? You don't no, ever want to be relaxed? I don't think I'll ever be at the level where people want to take me out, if you know what I'm trying to say, right? No, I think you're there already, man. What are you talking about? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Who? Who? I need names. Let me write them down. I need names. <laughs> I need names. No one, no one. I'm just joking. I'm just playing. I, I hear what you're saying. Maybe be a little bit because that guy just walked right up. Like <laughs> he didn't even like he didn't even have to. He wasn't even behind like a bush. Like you know, like there was all those bushes in between. Like he was literally right in between the two bushes. Like just hide yourself a little bit, man. Like people can see you. People know who you are. You're on social media, TV every day. It feels like doing TikToks. Yep. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like just move a little bit more clever. And, and and then you don't need to get security because I don't feel that people in this city hate him that much where he needs security. I feel if he did, he would get it. True, but I, this is what I would say. Sometimes, Ron, and you hear from famous people all the time, sometimes they want to have a normal day, right? Where they're like a normal person where you could walk and take the subway, wait in line at a store, um, go shopping, Right. Rather than they want that human interaction, they miss it. And I can't I can't knock them for that. They miss it. So they want to experience it. I don't I don't 100 percent agree. I, I feel like once you get into that lifestyle, you're, you're sort of making a decision that you're open, you know, for people to engage with you, you know, like. I've worked at this, like, we both worked at the city of Brampton, and um, I would be in the gym there, and I'd see, like, managers using the gym, and then members in the gym can see that they're not on duty. They're literally using the gym for their own workout, and they'll just walk up to them and just start talking to them about concerns that they have, and you can't ever turn it off just because, like, Oh, I'm working. Like, if anything, get a membership at a different gym if you don't want to talk to these people. Because then they'll know for sure you're off the clock. But, like, if you're walking around the city of Toronto and you're the mayor who's on social media all over, you're on the news all over, you know, like, he's people are going to notice you and people are going to want to talk to you, you know, and it's not always going to be positive. So you just got to be a little bit more mindful of that. True. I know I agree with you. And now that you said it like that, I guess. But again, they miss it, Ron. Like sometimes like Ron, me. I'm very uptight when it comes to my money. But when everything got uh, opened, I had to go to the restaurant and sit down and eat. You know, I actually missed waiting for my food. I actually missed it. You know, I miss picking up the crayon. And drawn on the that little brown piece of paper that they have <laughs> to cover the table. Ron, I miss that so much. Like I was able to draw and play tic tac toe um with my girlfriend or the wifey. Sorry, I apologize for that, Shorty. 
But, <laughs> you know, I missed that, Ron. I missed it. And with it coming back, it's wonderful. You know, Ron, don't you, don't you, when you're in line, don't you sometimes just talk to somebody? I do that. I, I guess I'm kind of weird like that, but I have these unique conversations with other people and it's nice to have, right? Yeah, we're six feet apart, but hey, how are you? Oh man, this line is locked. Yeah, I know. Oh, the, these guys got to, you know, bring somebody over. And then you start talking about sports and you talk about how the world is going. And Wait, you get that deep with people in line with you? Oh, when I got to return something at Walmart? Yeah, I do. Wow, man, you're definitely better than me. I talk, but I'm not that talkative. You know, I'm very selective when I talk. I'm always observing the person a little bit. Like if we're in line, they look like they're open to talking. I'll, I will, but for the most part, my head is down, just waiting for mine to turn. True, but at the end of the day, if the man is there's a there's a there's a right way and a wrong way of going about things. I think if you do want change, which is fair, and the guy did have valid concerns, I just think at a dinner date, maybe not the best way. Maybe it's definitely so. we can agree on that. That's probably not the best time to get him. He's lucky that this guy didn't know your term. Hit him with a deaf ass, man. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Can you imagine if John Tory did that? <laughs> yeah. That shit would have been hilarious, oh, man. My goodness. Yeah. But hey, he's smarter than that. That that's for damn sure. I'd hope. But um, the next thing, the Milwaukee Bucks, they yes. won a championship. Congrats, congrats. Yeah, man. I my prediction was incredibly wrong. Um, I did say that the Nets were going to win at the beginning of the year and beginning of the playoffs. They lost to the Bucks. The Bucks did what they needed to do after they beat the Brooklyn Nets. So I got to give them respect. Finally, they decide to use Giannis as a center. Finally. And then look at how it worked. Yeah, I don't understand. Beautiful. Like, things are so easy sometimes, man. As a center, very few centers can defend him. You know? So, utilize him as a center and let everyone else fit in. I don't know, man. He's, he's perfect for this game, especially how bigs are able to step out and they're more mobile. He's perfect because he's athletic. He's tall. He's strong. Um, so he did an amazing job. Uh, a lot of people are loving what he's doing now. Um, when he was in the line for Chick-fil-A, um, and he actually asked the, uh, the employee, hey, can I put you on my Instagram live? For him to do that, it was great manners, and it shows that he was raised in the correct, right uh, family environment. So shout out to him. With that, did you know that his family, I believe it's his fat, yeah, I believe it's his whole family or just his mom, but they were actually selling things on the street. Can you believe that? Yes, I can. And then now, like, look, like, look where he's at. That's, I honestly, I love, I wanted Chris Paul to win a ring, but at the same it's time, just hearing happen. his, uh, we'll see when he joins the Lakers, but he works so hard. Um, shout out to him. And you see what happens when you work hard. Like he said in his press conference, if this is his only one champion uh, championship that he wins, at least it shows that hard work does pay off. Yeah, it's going to take some time, but it will pay off. And geez, um, he did amazing. He did amazing. 50 piece and he got 50 nuggets. But one weird thing is his combination of drink, Sprite and lemonade. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. 
you you had that before i've had it before yes okay and also i do want to kind of rub it in <laughs> wait you had it how does it taste taste uh good tastes a bit tangy it's like citrusy yeah, yeah, but like, isn't Sprite like lemon and lime? Yeah, I was just about to say that, so it's kind of so weird, but I don't know it if it's that it weird, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, quick thing, quick thing. Uh, two things I do want to say. Um, one is that I did say Milwaukee would beat the Brooklyn Nets. I did say that earlier. When did on, you wait? When did, when did you say that? I said that before. I said that like a, a while ago. This I said a that liar, few episodes man. ago. You're a liar, man. I'll find the receipts. I'll find the receipts. And yeah, two, Rod, if you have them. to bet right now who's going to win a championship next season, who would it be? Right now. Just You're not making a bet. Just Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> really? Yeah, this guy's a hater, man. I'm picking yeah. the Brooklyn Nets for the next two years when they're together. So. I'm going with I'm going the, with the Lakers, Lakers obviously are going with the Lakers because every damn NBA player is going to sign there in the offseason. All of them are willing to take a pay cut, too. At least, you know, it makes like, come on, man. Like, I don't understand why sports is like this, man. That's one thing I'll give Giannis. He decided to stay in Milwaukee. Hopefully he stays there for his entire career and, you know, just keeps grinding. But I feel like everyone is trying to join up and win a championship that way. Is it even fun anymore? Uh, it's only fun because there's a villain, and everyone wants to see the villain go down. But you don't even know who the villain is every year. It's like, yeah, you do. I guess LeBron James, maybe? No, no. This year, it was the, um, it was the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. Nets. So next yeah. year, it's the Brooklyn Nets, too? As of right now, it would be. Yes. It would still be the Brooklyn Nets. I just... Um... Like, I, I like the way that everything back in the day used to be, like, stories. It, it used to be, like, a journey. Like, if the Raptors had won a championship when they had DeMar and Kyle, it would have been, like, a great story. Like, they started from the bottom, worked their way up, overcame LeBron James, won a championship. That would have been a great story. Obviously, we didn't get it, but it would have been great. Instead, every year, somebody is disgruntled. They want to go and join a super team. And it's just like, it, it's not as exciting anymore. Like this year, I found it really hard to stay on top of basketball. And then yeah. thankfully, there was a lot of good playoff games that kept me in tune. But by the time the finals came up, I was over it. Yeah, I did miss, I did miss um, that game where Giannis got that crazy block. I fell asleep that night. Because it's boring half the time, man. Jeez. But speaking of, uh, we were speaking about rings earlier. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like, these these championship rings that they got had like 319 diamonds. They can remove the top part of it, and it just shows all the teams they beat on the road to the playoffs. Man, these these rings are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like, like, why do they need rings that big? Well, you got to remember, anytime a team wins a championship, they believe, it's not, sorry, they are number one. So they need to surpass the ring the previous year. And they're going to constantly keep doing that over and over and over again. Um, especially when 
you know, you won more than one. If it's not your first championship and when you got the GOAT, Tom Brady, hey, you're going to try it again. Remember, they they clapped up. What was that trash team again? Green Bay. Oh, man. They, who was that other guy on that team? Aaron Rodgers. Oh, he got the whoop in. So, yeah. So when you beat teams like that, you know, you got to flex a little bit. Yo, Ron, you there? <laughs> Ron, you, I know how you're a Green Bay fan. And Aaron I'm Rodgers is a bad fan. man, but... Amen. He's washed up now, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord Jesus. I don't know what to say, man. Uh, like, the, the rings... I'll just stick to what we were talking about. The rings are super big. Like, honestly, I guess because I've never actually won, like, a competitive, like, truly competitive championship before, I don't necessarily know what it's all about, like, why they need the rings. They're nice-looking rings. They just seem incredibly big. And, like, if they win again, they're just going to get bigger and bigger. It's just, it's crazy to me. But it does look nice. Yeah, and you got to remember, these teams are worth millions maybe even close to billions of dollars. So, you know, a ring that's a couple of hundred uh, thousand. couple of hundred thousand is like nothing, yeah, obviously. To, to them, it's nothing. To me, that's, yo, if I, could, if I can, you know, use that ring to propose, then, hey, so be it. But I think I that you, your wifey would like a better looking ring than that. You know what? I'm actually going to ask her that. And you know what, for all the females that are listening right now, if you or anyone that is going to be proposed to, um, if someone gives you a championship ring, either from basketball, football, soccer, baseball, and you clearly know that ring is worth a lot, would you rather that ring, that championship ring, or, or a diamond ring? Um, but it's going to be just a couple of thousands. What would you rather? A $100,000 championship ring or a couple of thousand dollar wedding ring? What I would feel you guys like, rather? I feel like the ring is not 100000 There's no way that that ring is 100000 But I'm pretty sure that your bride-to-be would prefer a ring that is more catered towards them. There's like 50, 70, 80 different people that have the exact same ring. It's not made special for her. I would assume she would like something special for her. That is true. I never thought of it like that. What if you engrave like her name in it or something like that? But she wasn't on the team. But I guess technically you could because they engrave it on the outside. Like they always have like the player number, the name, stuff like that. So I I feel like that's like a... May potentially be too masculine of a ring for your bride to be, but you know who knows. You know, different people, you know, like different things. True. I was gonna. I'm thinking of giving um the Raptor championship ring. You know, they gave to the. So you you're gonna take one of the the fake ones that you got, and you're gonna use Ron, that. Chill, bro. Why you gotta add fake on it? Yo, they had the replica man. rings. I'm yo whoa what, what what is that you threw all this shit at Green Bay for two seconds ago and I let it go. What's wrong? But with you're this not thing? Green Bay. I'm. I, what if I was actually thinking of doing that? 
Well, I, I guess I, I dry snitched, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, well, I'm sorry. I, I didn't think it was that serious, but hey, I guess it may be. Well, something that I didn't think was that serious, but I found pretty funny. Uh, so Deion Sanders, um, primetime Deion Sanders, he's now a coach for an NCAA team. Um, Jacksonville State, they are in the, what is the, they're an All-American, they're the, what do you call it? The black schools. What do they call them again? HBCU. So he's the coach of this team. And he had an interview with, um, I guess, sports media before the season starts. And some guy referred to him by his first name. So he just called him Dion. He ain't call him Coach Dion. He ain't call him Coach Sanders. He ain't call him Coach. Deion Sanders basically said, address me the way you would address essentially the all-time winning football coach in NCAA history, Nick Saban. And then the guy's just like, what? Like, no, I'm going to call you by your first name, basically. And then Deion Sanders got up and left. He just ended the interview. Do you think he's wrong for that? I, I understand why he got mad. He asked the guy to address him. The whole comparison between Nick Saban and him Deion Sanders is a Hall of Famer in his own right, so, you know, he should get any respect that you give Nick Saban. But it just didn't seem that serious to me where he should have gotten that worked up. But he made it clear the guy chose to disrespect him, so, you know, whatever happens, happens. I, you know what, before I was on Deion Sanders' side, but now I'm... I'm on the fence because I look at other um, press conferences with other coaches and they call them by their first name. So if you're accustomed to something, maybe the, the reporter thought he was trying to like showboat and, you know, try to flex his muscles. So he was trying to humble him a little bit. But I do agree. If someone says address me like this and this is my title, then I guess so. But you got to remember, he's not no winningest coach. You know, but he so, is a Hall of Famer, you know, so he is, but he's a, not a Hall. It's like, look at Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson is a Hall of Famer coach, but he wasn't a Hall of Famer as a player or as a GM um, or a president of basketball operation for the Knicks. So it's different, right? Um, but still, you still treat him with a certain level of respect. That's the thing. When somebody has reached a certain status, you treat him with respect. An example I have. And I'll never forget this because I thought it was pretty over the top. But I had a professor. He was a really good professor. But somebody addressed him as Mr. So-and-so. This professor was so furious that he had to tell the whole class that he did not take all or do all this work to be referred to as Mr. So-and-so. You either call him professor or doctor, and that's it. And he just left it at that. I was like, wow. Like, when you reach a certain status, or if you've worked hard for something, and then somebody in your eyes seems to undermine it, anything is possible at that point, it seems. But are they really undermining it and showing disrespect, or is it just we're so accustomed to saying... Mr. This or calling you by your first name because we watched all your interviews uh, in the past. So we're just accustomed to something. 
So if we do make that mistake, don't just automatically come and attack, right? Explain and say, no, address me by such and such. But he did, and the guy didn't choose and chose not to. So that's yeah, where I, I can kind of understand why he was mad. But the whole Nick Saban issue, when he said that, I like I, I don't feel that's true. Like I, I, I've heard people refer to Nick Saban as coach, but I've also heard them refer to him as Nick. So it, I guess it just depends on how the perspective is. Maybe because when Deion Sanders himself sees Nick Saban, he always addresses him like that, where he calls him a coach, you know, and then goes from there. But who knows, man? Yeah, no, because I even have some of my uh, some of my players, you know, they still call me coach. Um, so, yeah, I, 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 you know what? I'm I'm on the Dion. I'm on his side again. Uh, okay. Ronnie persuade me. Yeah, and I'm not even really. I I felt like he was a little bit over the top. I got where he was coming from, but I think he was over the top. But then that journalist too. I like the way that he said it. He was kind of like. <laughs> Like, who the hell does this guy think he is? Dion. And then Dion just got up and left. That part about it was where I was like, come on, man. Like, you're just being an asshole now. Yeah. yeah. And you know the man's name is, last name is Sus? Who, the reporter? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Enough said. Enough said. We kind of already know where that's going. <laughs> oh, know that's my going. God. Yeah. I don't know what to say about that. But, um. Another thing that we saw, I feel like this is probably, it was like a light week-ish, but um, you saw the Kevin Hart prank on Nick Cannon, eh? Yes, yes, yes. Did you think you went too far? It all matters your friendship. I'll be completely honest. It all matters your friendship. Because, like, yeah, Nick Cannon pranked him with the present of a llama, um, which was hilarious. And this is how you know these guys got money, eh? Because Kevin Hart put his number on billboards, right? In multiple cities. Jeez, yo, the way how rich people can prank each other. But no, I do think, from me looking on the outside looking in, I do think it's a little bit overboard because now you got strangers calling him up. And like a lot of people were calling him FaceTime too. Um, So I do think he... To me, he might have went overboard, but again, I don't know their friendship, their relationship. So, yeah, well, and we for, I forgot to mention at the start, but essentially, Nick Cannon pranked Kevin Hart as Mike suggested, and then Kevin Hart's response was to put his phone number on billboards across the country, and on the billboards is, if you need help on fatherhood, call that number. It's pretty crazy. And like you said, the amount of money that these guys put to making each other laugh or whatever, I don't know what the purpose is. I just think it's incredibly stupid. Um, it's, easy, it's an easy fix. Your number, you just got to change your number. But I've changed my number before, and it's a pain in the ass when you have to change it your is. number. So I'd be a little bit more angry than maybe Nick will be. Who knows? Maybe Nick is fuming. Who knows? That's true. We don't know what happens off camera. but. The thing is that when you give out personal information like that, like we hear over and over these lunatics, you know, hopping over <laughs> fences and walls and try to run inside these celebrities homes. Um, so we don't know. Maybe someone could get that number. And hey, maybe if I call Nick Cannon, I stay on the phone with him for 30 seconds. I can track him with my tracker 
So I just hope that no one goes too far, right? Like, let's say someone says, oh, let me put out his address or put out where he's going to be next. And then something dangerous could happen. So I hope that never does happen and we don't get to that stage. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. But it, it, if they're if they're good with it, then they're good with it. But to me, I would be I would I won't lie. If I was Nick, I'd be cheese. I'd be very upset. All right. So if I did that to you, what would your prank be in response? If I did what Kevin Hart did to Nick Cannon to you? I got to like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Like. I'm I'm doing something to your vehicle. <laughs> I'm doing I'm probably gonna flat all your tires. Wow. That's yeah, a that's a serious thing, man. I'll probably flatten all your tires and then paint your car. Like I'll find out what color you hate and I'll paint all your cars of that color. I feel like that that's that's actually a pretty serious, yeah. That's wait, a wait, lot like, serious, of money. Serious wait, wait, me 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 flattening your tires that's just a you know that's easy but painting it and i'll get like a, it, how Ron, would you find them shank them like that yeah guy just that like we, just like just like the guy on the bike on the yeah, cyclist you, you just shank all the tires yeah I'll and then you that. paint it a different i feel like that that's that's where things get a little bit heated <laughs> that would definitely be heated i'm telling you use- and I would paint it by hand, like I'm going to Home Depot, <laughs> and I'm painting it. <laughs> yeah, this guy's a fool, man. Chill the f out, man. I don't know. Um, but yeah. Anyways, like there was one other thing that just came to mind. I forgot about it. Um, there was a video where um there was a wrestling match, like a that was going on, like a freestyle Olympic style wrestling match. It was going on, and one f- opponent did an illegal move on another person. So just imagine I did an illegal move on you. All of a sudden, Never would happen. your dad sprints out of nowhere and lays me out. And I don't know if these guys were underage, but they seem like it was like a high school thing, potentially. Is that, how do you feel about that? Do you think that that's something that you would ever do if you saw somebody pummel your kid like that illegally? It all... Because I won't lie, the move, Ron, was pretty crazy. Like, he gave him, like, what was that? It looked like a spine buster or something like that to that level. As a parent, I would come in between and stop it. But some of these parents, they want to, like, fight the kids. I think I wouldn't fight no kid, right? (laughs) But I would. I'm definitely running on. I'm going to be like, hey, hey, hey," you know, especially because that dad, for him to come on – the mat he pretty he i guess he knows the sport so he knows the rule um, yeah so for him enough. to do that and and hey that ref he the way he was just walking and blowing his whistle no 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 so come on the ref needs to show more urgency and and yeah. hey hey stop stop illegal illegal you know but um but that but then that even though it was an illegal move like that could have gone left the way that it happened i feel like as a parent i'm not a parent myself but seeing my parents seeing other people with their kids i feel like when you feel that your child is being put in harm's way especially unnecessarily everything just you know gets heightened for you like you just become way more angry and you're willing to do things that 
you probably wouldn't do if you had a level head, you know? So I can kind of see where the father was coming from. It, it kind of looks a bit sus because of the fact that it seemed like it was a minor. So if it's a minor and he's hitting him like that, nothing good is coming of it. Nothing at all. I would probably at most run, separate. And while I'm separating, I'm like, I'm pushing him as violently as I can. Just yanking him, just yeet. When you sprint that fast into a situation, you're only there for one reason. Nobody ever sprints to talk to somebody or to break up a fight. Have you ever yeah, been in a sports on. fight? Like a sports fight where sp- like there was actually like a fight. Uh not a fight fight, but like maybe a one two shoves and that was it. Okay. They're they're pretty they're pretty intense, man. We I play football. There's been quite a few sports fights that I've been in. Like half the time I try to get the hell out of them, yo. I'm in the mix when you're in the mix and people are sprinting, you don't know what the hell's gonna happen. <laughs> but like oh, it just football, yeah. Yeah, you don't know what you guys take off your helmets and use it as weapons. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That no, I seen it. I seen I seen a few football fights where guys are taking off their helmets and they're using it like nunchucks and they're just swinging and swinging. Yeah, that stuff's scary. Like I said, but um I don't know, man. If it was my kid and I saw an illegal move, quite possibly I would charge. Or at least have words, especially if the ref doesn't do something. But to assault a minor, I, know, I don't know. I know. I, don't I would know. probably. It's a shove and a push away. That's it. Um, <laughs> no, no. But like, if if someone comes in, hey Mike, they question me. Hey Mike, why did you do that? He was holding on to my son. He commit. He used an illegal move, so I had to get him away. I don't want my son injured or my daughter my child i don't want them injured that would be my defense and as a parent i think that's a very i didn't punch i didn't kick you know i didn't do any of that i just grabbed them and i pulled them away i separated them fair I enough think I'll be man. Fine. oh let's hope let's hope but did you have anything else you want to touch on today ron did you did you listen to any of the music yet um which the luke the, the country music the country i listened to it yeah, honestly, the Luke, it was Luke Combs. I can't remember what the title of the song was. But the way you described that song, I thought it was going to be like a banger. You know, like Ron. a banger. It Ron, was, that's a banger. Bro, that's not a banger, man. So wait, did you like it, yes or no? I didn't like it. I didn't like it like that. Like, it was all right, but... I don't know. Like, when I'm on my jogs now, I always end up jogging that my jogging playlist i have a a few i would say maybe two three four country tracks beautiful amazing that's not me man i like listening to um lord i like listening to a bit of her um i like uh some of taylor swift's like songs where she's just like hating on the world or talking shit i like that and then the rest is like hip-hop man I listen to like when I'm chilling out. I listen to R and B, listen to some Afro beats, Afro soul. Like man, like when you gave me the country, I was like, okay, the way you're talking about this, this has to be a banger. And then when I listened to it, I was just like, like, what, what is this? 
you know what, Ron? Because ah, man, Ron, the, the the you gotta. Did you read the lyrics? I listened to the song once. I'll listen to it again. Read and the lyrics, okay? Before you listen to it, read the lyrics and then listen to it again, and then you're gonna say you're gonna message me and say thank you. <laughs> oh my god, man! Oh, also, I'm a little bit upset with you. Because what now, man? The the day of your wedding, I sent you a message. So everyone listen to this. So I sent Ron a message. I'm not going to expose the detail in the message, but I sent Ron a a, a real genuine message. And you know what he followed up in uh, what he followed up, what his follow up response was? Laugh out loud. (laughs) You know, honestly, like I have a bad habit of this. But I'll be talking to somebody as I open up a message, like in person, and then I'll be like laughing. And then like, you know, like when you're texting or sometimes I do this too, like I'll be talking to somebody, but typing and then I just type what I was talking about. So like my mind is not necessarily focused on the message. So when I put the LOL, I was like, wait, this does not fit. But then I realized I was laughing in person. So I was like, oh, and then you obviously are never gonna let it go you see then you're like yo this guy's laughing at me and i'm just like yo my bad what am i supposed to say like i'm explaining it to you now but that's just that's just how it is sometimes with me i usually have divided focus it's cool yo i appreciate man i i got the montage video too man i i like that you sang for me man me and my wife like that was pretty nice you had like your message was good too, like everything about it, like even in person, people liked you. Yeah. Like you, you know this. Remember, this is the first time that you met some of my friends. So true. Uh, it's it's pretty cool that like uh, you know a lot of them like liked you too. Mm-hmm. But all you can say is laugh out loud. Cool. I said thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. The yeah, montage no was amazing. You know what? I want to record a video reply to everyone that was on the montage. I feel like that would be very fitting. You know, maybe I can sing uh, for you too, like you did for Jeez. us. Jeez, <laughs> nah, you gotta rap. You gotta rap. Yeah, this guy. Like, it, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it, but I'll. I'll I might try. I might try. Okay, Ronda Dodd <laughs> on a track. <laughs> Yeah, just make sure it's for your eyes only, man. Nobody else. Because I know if the other Mike, if Mike gets it, it's a wrap for me. It's over. Oh, Mike could be a feature on it. (laughs) If that man's featuring on my rap track, yo, I definitely made it. There's no other way that this guy's (laughs) going to do that. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, guys, um, I guess that's all we have for today. Thank you for listening to the 15th episode of the Knowledge and Nonsense podcast. We're getting up there slowly but surely. Um, as usual, you know, follow us on IG at KNN Podcast and on Twitter at KNN Pod. You can email us if you want us to talk about something. Um, true to your heart at pod.knn at gmail.com. And um, yeah, just listen on Spotify, Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker, Google Podcasts, man, Pocket Cast. Like, that's where we are. Hopefully you guys mm-hmm. enjoyed this episode. Yes, yes. One love. Oh.